Hello listeners, welcome back to another episode of the Balakanda season of the Ramayana podcast. Episode 3, Balakanda. In the last episode, we described how Sage Vishwamitra, a king, performed tapas, faced several hardships and attained the status of Brahma Rishi. After becoming a Brahma Rishi, Sage Vishwamitra is considered to be one of the greatest Rishis of all time and equal only to Sage Vasista. King Dasharatha fell on the feet of the Sage, asking him, I am indeed blessed by your arrival to Ayodhya. Is there anything I can help you with? Anything you want, I am ready to offer. Vishwamitra said, King, indeed you are blessed with four warlike sons. But you have agreed before I have asked. Taking a pause, he continued, King, I am here to perform a sacrifice. As it nears completion, two demons, Maricha and Subahu, are trying to stop it from happening. They are pouring unclean blood onto the sacred fire and causing havoc. Other rishis and I have to complete the ceremony. If you can spare Rama, your eldest son, who has grown into a fine man, for a few days, we can complete this important ritual. Rama is taught well in various arts, I am sure. But under my guidance, he will become a man worthy of ruling Ayodhya. And don't worry, I will make sure that Rama is taken care of. Please do not refuse my request. Dasharatha was awestruck. He has to make a decision. If he says yes, Rama might get killed by the demons. And if he says no, he knows how angry Vishwamitra can get. He could think of one solution to this problem. Sage, you say you are troubled with demons. However, Rama is only 16 now. He is not completely trained to defeat demons. How about I send an army to kill those dangerous demons? Vishwamitra was taken aback by the response. but demanded that Rama be sent with him at once. Dasharatha couldn't bear parting with Rama, his beloved son, and tried to persuade the sage. Vishwamitra grew angrier by the moment. The earth below started cracking. The people around the duo started thinking what might become of them. Vasista, who knew how angry Vishwamitra can get, advised the king. King, you have promised anything to offer. Being a progeny from the Ishwaku lineage and a king, you cannot go back from your words. Send Lakshmana, who is also well trained like Rama, with the sage. Rest assured that the princess will be safe under Vishwamitra's protection. He continued, You will have no doubt on the capability of the sage. He has done tapas for thousands of years, after which he attained the Brahma Rishi status. Thus he obtained the power to foresee the future. If he wants only the princess to accompany him, it may be because he is preparing them for something important. We have to take his word on this. Do not hesitate. Send your sons with him. After much convincing, the king agreed to send his sons Rama and Lakshmana with sage Vishwamitra. Subsequently, arrangements were made for the three to depart the city. The citizens came onto the roads to get a glimpse of the princess who were going on a mission. 
A cool breeze was flowing as if nature was sending blessings to their trio. The princes, equipped with bows and quivers, stood beside the sage. The trio departed to the forest. Vishwamitra and the princess spent the night on the bank of the river Sariyu. Before they went to sleep, the sage taught them two secret mantras, Bala and Atibala, which can shield them from any fatigue and harm. They retired along the banks of the river. Woken by the sounds of the birds and flowing waters, Vishwamitra and the princess resumed their journey. As they passed along the path, the princess heard deafening sounds as if nature was creating havoc. Say Vishwamitra cleared their apprehensions. This is river Sarayu flowing into river Ganga and it is the place of holy confluence of the two rivers. Miss Princess paid silent homage to the holy confluence. Vishwamitra and the princess crossed the river Ganga. Slowly they were stepping into dense trees and full of wildlife. One could hear the beasts roaming around the land, wild birds flapping their wings, predators silently waiting for their prey. Vishwamitra said, This is the Dandaka forest. Not long ago, Tataka, a Yaksha, and her son Maricha wreaked havoc and changed this peaceful forest into the wilderness it is now. They are still living here. For fear of them, people even hesitate to come close to this land. Tataka is very powerful. She has a strength of 100 elephants and she is interfering with the ritual the rishis are performing. Your task is to get rid of them. Rama was curious. Sage, you said Tataka is a yaksha. Who isn't particularly strong? Also, she is a woman. Then how come she possesses trooper strength? Impressed by the question, the sage replied, You are listening well. There is a story to that. Once there was a yaksha named Suketu who didn't have any children. He performed tapas for many years. Brahma himself appeared and granted him a boon. He was blessed with a beautiful daughter who was very strong. Her name was Tataka. Later she married Sunda and gave birth to Maricha. However, Sunda died early because of Agastya's curse. The sage even cursed the mother and her son, who became ugly monsters. Since then, the two have been harassing anyone trespassing the forest. You have to kill those two monsters. Do not hesitate that it is against dharma to kill a woman. Man or woman, it is dharma to kill anyone who is evil. Rama agreed. Sage, we will obey you without question. Immediately he prepared his bow and strung his arrow into the forest. The sound of twang echoed through the forest and Tataka, who was sleeping peacefully, woke up. She was filled with anger while thinking, Who could be so audacious that they enter my forest? She ran in a jiffy towards the direction where the sound came. She saw Rama and at once pounced on him. Rama thought of cutting off her limbs and sparing her life. But the Yaksha proved to be very strong. She started attacking the princess with mighty blows and threw stones at them. Although the princess were able to dodge the attacks, they underestimated the Yaksha. Vishwamitra grew impatient. 
you are showing sympathy kill her before the sun sets yakshas become stronger at night as soon as the sage told this rama decided on killing tataka and pierced her chest with a deadly arrow the huge monster fell on the grass lifeless vishwamitra became ecstatic and started hugging rama next day vishwamitra still happy about the previous day wanted to give something to rama he called him to his side and said rama you have fought the battle fiercely in return i would like to give you something i will teach you the use of astras vishwamitra taught rama the use of astras or divine weapons he obtained while doing tapas he taught the use control and recall of the divine weapons rama shared his knowledge with his brother lakshmana walking in the dense jungle they reached a cliff where rama pointed towards a hill and asked sage is that where we are headed to is that the place where the rakshasas are interfering with the yaga vishwamitra said yes rama that is the place where we are headed to there is a small story behind the place would you like to hear eager to listen to what it could be the brothers nodded mahabali who was a son of virochana and grandson of prahlada was a good asura he was even blessed by lord indra himself because of his deeds he was such a powerful ruler that even devas were afraid of him kashyapa and his spouse aditi to whom all the gods were offspring prayed to lord vishnu and begged him to be born as their son lord vishnu was born as vamana mahabali considered himself the most generous and wanted to give anything anyone asks for so he arranged a yaga to show his generosity vamana in the form of young student went to the yaga mahabali's guru sukra knew who vamana was and warned mahabali who the young boy was and asked him to reconsider his promise of giving anything away mahabali did not pay heed to this also he was a devotee of the lord so he thought that fulfilling his request he will be blessed by the lord mahabali asked please ask for anything i have all the wealth the wide earth and all his inheritances at your disposal ask without hesitation the young boy said i have no inclination for your wealth i just need 3 paces of ground that's all mahabali laughed <laughs> with your small legs that's hardly anything you're asking from me so be it granted walk 3 paces and grab whatever land you get suddenly the young boy grew so much in size that he put one leg on the earth in the next pace he covered all of the heavens there was no room for another pace mahabali realized that lord vishnu has come to bless him he requested the lord to put his last pace on the head and bless him the lord blessed mahabali mahabali whose head was touched by the lord's feet became one of the seven immortals of the world After narrating the story Vishwamitra said this is the holy place where i stay 
and here the rakshasas are obstructing our yaga you have to kill these rakshasas on arrival of the princess rishis and munis rejoiced rama told you may begin the preparations for the yaga vishwamitra started chanting some mantras took the vow of silence and began preparations for the yaga that very night getting up early the princess asked the sage when to expect the demons vishwamitra who was under the vow of silence could not answer other rishis told the princess that the yaga will continue for 6 days and asked them to be vigilant princess fully armed kept vigil and on the 6th day they heard a roar from the sky rama looked up and saw marichan subahu and their followers preparing to shower unclean things onto the sacrificial fire rama told his brother lakshmana let go of the manvastra as was intended it did not kill maricha but wrapped him and hurled him hundreds of miles into the sea with the agniastra rama defeated subahu and then the two princes took turns and destroyed the army of demons vishwamitra and the other rishis became ecstatic vishwamitra could not believe that the yaga was finally complete the next day the two princes went to him and asked him for further orders vishwamitra said i am very grateful to king dasharatha i feel elated that i could complete the yaga with a warm smile he said rama i have one more task for you we intend to go to the kingdom of vaideha where in the capital city of mithila king janaka is performing a great sacrifice all of us are going there i would like you to join us as well the purpose of rama was known to sage vishwamitra also he knew what powers of the astras he had given to him in the next episode princes and sages proceed to janakpur wherein lies the kingdom of vaideha in the palace of king janaka lies a mysterious dog there is something extraordinary about the dog Not only does Rama fulfill the task set by the king but also astonishes his audience when he does so. Stay tuned for more episodes of the Ramayana. Quick note on the recreations. We can't exactly know what happened. However, the incidents recreated come close to the texts adopted for the Ramayana podcast. If you like this episode and want to listen to more of the Ramayana, consider subscribing to the show on your favorite podcast streaming app. The Ramayana is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify. Script was written by Aditya and it was edited by Maheshwari.